to set the record straight. Um, so <laughs> people want to know. Yeah. So tell them. Okay. So Caleb Taranzo, the guy who helps produce the show, podcast producer. Yeah. He asked, "How do I keep up the bleaching of my mustache because it's blonde?" Here's yeah. the thing. Because clearly my, you bleach it. It's obvious. It. I don't. <laughs> Okay, I need to say the rest. I don't bleach my mustache. You don't. It is naturally blonde. Yeah. The rest of my face is yeah. brown facial hair. So when my hair is blonde, people yeah. go, yikes, you do all of this effort to bleach your mustache. And I go, yeah. yikes, no. Everything <laughs> underneath my nose, God invented. That's right. Like, yeah. I don't bleach what God invented. <laughs> Okay, well, I did my <laughs> you hair. You your hair. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. Anyway, so just to set the record straight, yeah. natural blonde mustache. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's fine. And that's fine. That's good. And now I'm going to go shave it. So. <laughs> no. Anyways. Well, hey, yeah. so I was also, you know, today I'm actually kind of excited because we were talking about what <laughs> we were, uh, we were kind of talking about a certain thing. With with this podcast, the whole thing is is to talk about things that people have thought about but not really said. Sure. And at Victory, at every service we do this confession, our best days are right in front of us. Yeah. But there's a behind the scenes of our best days. Sometimes we talk about it. Sometimes we don't. Yeah. Sometimes we even deny it and That's push right. it underneath sure. the rug. Sure. This podcast talks about those things and then the ethos of Victory yeah. and the culture behind yeah. Um, this church that we are so blessed to serve at, it's mm-hmm. definitely not perfect. And that's what we talk about. But we have incredible leaders that are led by the Holy Spirit. Pastor Paul and Pastor Ashley, we're very grateful for. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, do you want to say the the thing? Yeah, you kind of talked about it earlier. You're talking about well, people come up to you and go, oh, I thought you bleached your this and that. What you and I constantly do, which is the best part of our friendship, is we not... I won't use the word analyze, but we discuss and debrief other conversations that we've had. Right. And it's a thing that happens in every church lobby, in every church auditorium, big, small, whatever, even in just the lives of normal people. It happens all the time where conversations go down and different people have different intentions and different goals and ambitions, different levels of IQ and EQ and whatever. Um, And so we were talking about the times in our young lives where you're talking to somebody and you realize that they absolutely do not care about what you're saying or they pretend to care because they think they should or where you've done that to somebody as well. And we thought of that scripture where Jesus says uh, in the Sermon on the Mount, do not give dogs what is holy and do not cast your pearls before swine. Do not give dogs what is holy. Do not cast your pearl before swine. Yeah. So... Some of you immediately you're like, "Oh yeah, I know I'm guarding my pearls." Mm-hmm. Well, first off, there's two things when it comes to this scripture. Yeah. The first thing is being honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, whether you are a worship leader and you wrote a worship song, yeah. whether us we write scripts, we just did a monologue this last weekend. Yeah. Um, you know, or if you're creating content yeah. for a video in service, totally. whatever it is. Totally. You need to be honest with yourself. Is are these actual pearls? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. that way because but if you get to a point to where there's people that you've trust mm-hmm. and they go, "Hey, yeah. this is pearls." Yeah. So, first you got to know your pearls, then you got to know your people, the right. audience. Yes. Knowing like are they swine? Yeah. Or are they swipe up? That's right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, casting your pearls before swine, basically pigs would trample this beautiful thing that you spend a lot of time on yeah. and you go, Hey, and you, you, you give this 
revelation that right. you really believe that God gave you and you've right. tested against the word of God and you go, these are my pearls. Mm -hmm. And then people who could care less, like, for instance, uh, and I don't know if this would happen, but like, let's say you spend a lot of time mm -hmm. um, on an incredible sermon mm -hmm. and it's this revelation word mm -hmm. and you're like, wow. And then you preach it at a preschool. <laughs> yeah. And you were like, they're not paying attention. Right. They don't well, get the exegesis. They don't get the, yeah. The, <laughs> the, the hermeneutics. The hermeneutics. <laughs> yeah. Not calling these preschoolers swine. They're just not swipe up. Right. Like they don't want to swipe up on your story and they're not interested in the yeah. content that you're giving. Yeah. Because, you know, they want to do worship songs with True. hand movements. They mm -hmm. want felt boards mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and they want skits with puppets. Yeah. So anyways, it's knowing your people. Yeah. So anyways, as we dissect this today, maybe you can look at some things that maybe you've been offended. It, it, what it helps you do, the reason why we want to talk about this is because it's like, oh, knowing yourself, ask yourself, is this, is this pearls? Mm -hmm. the, whatever it is that you're working on. Yeah. Could be a book you're writing. Sure. Being completely honest with yourself. Yeah. Like, is this a pearl? Right. Okay. Then knowing your people, like, okay. Are these people that would swipe up on my story people that are genuinely interested mm. or are they swine, mm -hmm. which they'll just trample it? Yeah. They're not equipped to handle what you're trying to give them at that time, which that's the difficult thing is because it's not like there are this many people in your life and they're all swine and they just can't like that's really rare. More often yeah. than not, it's uh, on different days and times during different seasons of your life, certain people who are good people in your life, perhaps they're a relative, perhaps they're friends, perhaps they're classmates, whatever, coworkers. Sometimes there's it's going to be a swine time where you're Ooh, picking the wrong swine. time to like. This is not the so time they for may you to be share. People, okay. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. Give yeah. an example. I would not walk story? up to Pastor Paul during worship right before he's about to go preach and go, hey, I've got a really good uh, testimony. Oh, but this happens once a month. <laughs> yeah, at least. And if you are working at a church yeah. or if you are a front row pastor or you yeah. are a floor coordinator at a church yeah. and you're running planning center and you're communicating to the sound guy yeah. or the people that are directing cameras yeah. and someone comes up and they go, hey, I have a time. testimony. Right. I would love to share it yeah. right after worship yeah. or right now. That testimony could be absolutely awesome. It could absolutely. be like... But it's swine time. It's not the time Whoa! for it. It's That's not incredible. the time. I'm now, so glad that we put words to exactly. it. Exactly. That doesn't mean Pastor Paul is swine. It means that this is not the time for me to... Right now with what's about to happen, reading the room correctly, reading, reading the moment. Reading the room. That's good. So... That's an obvious example, but I think that happens on the daily in every coffee shop, in every place. Like, and that's what I think leaves people leaving, uh, feeling really insecure in that they are trying to make something happen that it's not the time for it to happen. Mm. And so it's like, look, if God gives you pearls, this is another big conversation. Okay, like, talk about God it. God gives you pearls. Let's say it's an understanding or revelation from Scripture. That's great. Let's say it's a lesson you've learned. Whatever it is, each person has their own individual things. Anything you hold that's of value that took work and difficulty that's to, the pearl. to process, that's your pearl. Now, do you choose to then go show it to whoever and immediately turn it around and flip that wisdom for attention. In the 21st century, okay, wisdom so has become a currency to where 
18, 19, 20 year old Arvin, I'll be in, I would be in prayer in my backyard. And then I'd feel as though everyone knows what I'm talking about. I'd feel as though I'd heard something from God or I was like digesting, debriefing something in my life. And I'd go, oh, that's an interesting nugget of wisdom. And I'd immediately run inside to grab Twitter, put it out there, and I would judge whether or not I really had heard from God by the popularity of the people that would like and retweet it. Okay. And that. So, someone yeah. who is like someone who, and those of you who are listening or watching this podcast, and you go, well, I've never done that. But then let's just look at your Facebook feed. Right. I mean, I. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, I mean, that's a telltale sign for all of us. Sure. If it's like, no, 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 no. Mm -hmm. What I have to say about this election, what What I have to say about, like, anything. Anything. Yeah, anything that is going to get people attention. I feel like a person who, if you're going to know God in the long term, at some point God should confront you about. It's interesting that everything that I say to you, you run to tell it to people that you care about more than me. Whoa. Yeah, you're you're so much Say more. Say that again, yeah, but slower that for me. God, God has to confront us at some point if we're really interested in knowing him for a long amount of time, saying, it's interesting that everything I say to you, you run off to say it to people that you care about more than me. You care about what, the, you don't necessarily need to know me. You need them to think that, that you know me. Because you can leverage that for their attention. You can leverage that for power. You can leverage it for being on the platform. We were having a conversation with a friend of ours on staff the other day where the the nastiest feeling in the world is when someone finally hands you a mic that you've been begging for. When you're constantly conniving and like, you know, uh, yeah, I've got a, you know, I've got some, uh, I got a thing on my heart. And like, there is a very beautiful, pure process whereby God gives people messages and uh, understanding and insight and wisdom and then he chooses the right timing to put them on the place where they need to be heard and if you're in it long enough and you make that mistake long enough uh, and you can pay attention to what swine time might mean for you in the season of life you're in then eventually you get to a point where you're like I don't I don't know that I'll ever get to share this particular whatever with anybody but it's maybe it's just for me. Okay. Oh my gosh. I sorry, this may no, be swine in. time. No, 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 no. This is the right the okay. right time. <laughs> we're like we're literally this is recording podcast a podcast. Time. Yeah. <laughs> this podcast go, not this is not the time for me to share. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I, go, oh God. I go Arvin Swine. Oh, um, yeah. I'm just <laughs> no, okay. Yeah. All right. But also it made me immediately I I thought about the Christmas story uh-huh. when Heaven communicated mm-hmm. to the Virgin Mary, right? Exactly. And the Virgin Mary, base it says this in mm-hmm. three different out of the four Gospels. Yeah. It says, "And Mary kept these things in her heart," right? Which is so awesome, right? That three yeah. out of the four Gospels felt the need to highlight that because yeah. it was like, yeah, and you should too, right? <laughs> it was like an understatement of yeah. there are certain things that heaven would give you, yeah. That you should keep in your heart. Yeah. In this 14 or 12 year old, you know, depending how, on how your theological history. Sure. Um, however old she was, yeah. she had the wherewithal to be like, you know, I probably won't jump on my vlog right. to talk about yeah. this. What's up, y'all? 
Yeah. What's up? Hey, just wanted pregnant to... with uh, the Messiah. Yeah, pregnant with the Messiah. <laughs> yeah, so excited. I got big things coming. Um, <laughs> she posted. And nine. Picture. Yeah. If you could just see mm-hmm. our hands yeah. right now, this is those worth who watching. Are, yeah, and it, once right, you yeah. see this, like this big. is this is something that whenever someone posts something on Instagram, they go big things coming. <laughs> Super excited about like, this don't tell future us. excitement. Just show us. <laughs> yeah. Just just yeah. say it. Anyways. so anyways but it is interesting uh what you said and then you know and of course the scripture in ecclesiastes about how there's a time for everything absolutely um which reinforces what you said about swine time and about like okay Mm. god's ways and his timing are higher than ours so you know being honest with yourself leaning into that yeah um one of my favorite stories that i have i've shared with several of our uh uh, creatives at Victory in the past is the story of. Do you mind if I take like two minutes? I would the, be okay. upset if you didn't. Okay. <laughs> Just I I, no, I now I'm like more conscious of like is this swine time? No, not at all. Just okay. We'll start oinking <laughs> in the middle of my story. I'll start, what's, what do pigs do? Like they, oink. oink. I'll oink. Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> you start pouring, throwing pork rinds at me. Okay. So John loves pork rinds, by the way. I he actually do. It's one of his favorite snacks. Yeah, yeah, high in fat, low in carbs, great for keto. Mm. Not that I'm on diets. I feel great about myself. Good. <clears throat> Good. Okay. Sorry, go over your story. Okay. I apologize. All right, we'll we'll edit that out. All right. So stories. This story is about this individual who designed the most beautiful, most immaculate stained glass windows in um, a certain country in Europe. Mm. They were known for their immaculate art, like, and people, um, uh, basically, um, dioceses, Catholic mm. dioceses of all over would be like, please come and do the, our stained glass, mm. the art. Wow. So this artist would um, make these, and people would, uh, would make these immaculate uh, stained glass, was well known at the end of this artist's life there was a group that came in to probably one of his greatest pieces that he ever created and it was a ceiling um a ceiling uh stained glass art piece mm-hmm. and it was on the ceiling and they were looking at it and they're like wow that is so pretty and they actually had to clean the windows that day mm-hmm. um you know they had to clean and dust it off so there was a guy on a, you know, like risers, like all the way up. Yeah. And he noticed small, infinite detail. Mm. And he was like, oh my goodness, no one is ever going to see wow. this small detail wow. of this ceiling stained glass art piece. Yeah. I mean, it's beautiful. Mm. There were small inscriptions and small names from the Bible wow. and, and really, really beautiful. And so when the window cleaner basically at the end of the day came down, came to the artist and the old artist was sitting there and he goes, I noticed that why did you be, why were you so detailed Mm. at that ceiling art piece? No one will ever see that. Mm -hmm. And the artist said, well, that was for God's eyes only. Mm. And how often. Wow. In our lives, does God give us things that we will create for his eyes only? Yeah. And it, and that story has, is beautiful, but it's also convicting. Oh, definitely. That, man, are like, yeah. if you're a creative, 
um, your worship is in your details, mm-hmm. not because of being a perfectionist, but because what would you do for God's eyes only? Absolutely. That's worship. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's yeah. not what you do or say in front of people or yeah. for people. Yeah. And anyways, yeah. That, that's something that is like, it kind of helps bring your heart back yeah. to the anchor of, right. okay, and here's the thing. Me and Arvin are ta- talking about this, but we've both fallen into this. We've both totally. l- swung the pendulum and For fallen sure. into the trap of doing this. For sure. That's why we're talking of about course. it, not because we've arrived. Yeah, yeah. No, for so, real. Yeah, I mean, I remember Dr. Rutland told a story at ORU. While Dr. It was, Rutland it was... was uh, former president of Oral Roberts University. Okay. Uh, global Servants. One of my mentors from a distance. I just really like this guy a lot. Um, and one of the reasons is he told a story where a young man at, at ORU when we were there uh, got up there to do an offering special. They had students come do songs. And it, but before he sang, he goes, yeah, uh, this is a song that the Lord gave me, and I just want to play it for you all. It was like a sweet little introduction. We all like, uh-huh, yeah. And then we listened to it. And, he put, and years later, I heard Dr. Rutland preaching, and he said, you know, one time this kid came up and he was doing an offering special and he said, this is a song the Lord gave me. And I'm just thinking, it made me so happy to know what he was like, how he reacted to that moment. He was like, son, just sing the song. We'll tell you if the Lord gave it to you. Wow. We'll let you know. You just do the thing that you're, you know that you're supposed to do. You have a gift to play music, do it. We will let you know if that's, if that's really the case. When you walk around... Uh, in real time trying to give credibility to what you're about to say by saying this is from God, then your motives are wrong there. So it's not pearls, it's poop. Yeah, exactly. And you're you're turning <laughs> pearls into poop. You really Ooh. are. Because then you're you're poorly stewarding something God gave you and you're trying to flip it for attention. And I think so you basically become like a cruddy magician. Yeah. Like you're like real... I just turned these pearls into poop. Yeah, exactly. That's what wow. you've done. And God goes, okay, why would I keep giving you more pearls? Because you if can't If I gave steward you them. one and you couldn't turn it into two, you didn't steward it well, why would I keep giving them to you? Especially if, if we zoom out, and this is not about a kid growing up and becoming a, a well-known preacher and getting a lot of attention or what, well-known whatever. This is actually, like, the more often I, I sit in service at Victory on Sundays and I see everyone who comes to church... I think about the people that are not trendy. They're not aware. They're not listening to preachers and sneakers or they're not hype priests, hype beasts. They're not uh, talking crap about uh, other preachers. They're not, they're like single moms with kids who have special needs and they need a place to just connect with God and someone to uh, safely take care of their child with special needs and their other child who doesn't have special needs, but who might be subconsciously struggling with feeling neglected because the other, you see what I'm saying? Like there's so many store. Like God is giving you something for them. I remember Bishop Jakes told that story where he almost quit because the Washington post was saying a bunch of stuff about him. And he's told the story publicly. So I feel comfortable saying names and details, but he talked about how he was on the brink of quitting. They were writing all this terrible stuff about his family and all this attention was on him, but not in a way that he wanted anymore. And a lady wanted to see him after he had preached this sermon. And he's like, I'm really tired. I've seen a lot of people today. I've talked to a lot of people. I'm not sure I want to. But for some reason he did it, obviously, because the story's happening. Um, he goes down and sees her. And it was a woman who was very sick on the brink of death and 
close to close to dying, whatever. And she barely could get the words out, but through tears and everything, talking about the message that he had just preached, she's like, I just want you to know that it's for us. Mm. It's it's not for the Washington Post. It, it's not for the people. Anyone who considers themselves uh, qualified to give an opinion on what you're doing, it's probably not for them. It's probably for the people, the, the gentleman you told me a story about the other day, who came and saw Easter in 2021 and sobbed the entire time. And I've never Man. met him. I don't know his name. Yeah. I'll never meet him, probably. Mm. Um, not that I wouldn't want to, but I, I don't have to meet him. Because but to know that them. the lines that we wrote, he and the year prior to that, Kingdom Come, where it was all about father wounds and childhood and, and, and uh, Malchus, whose ear gets cut off, his son being the soldier. And we took some creative liberties there. But when that was the COVID year that we did Easter in the parking lot and we showed it on the roof. Right. And um, I think it was Pastor Amy, our children's pastor, who said that she walked up to someone's car and this older gentleman was just in his car bent over sobbing. And needed prayer for his relationship oh, man, with his I'm dad. Oh man, I'm getting emotional so right now. The reason that the whole "don't cast your pearls before swine" thing is a big deal is because the more you're focused on flipping God-given gifts and wisdom for attention, the more you're going to create a toxic culture within mm. yourself. You will not value the pillars within you that God establishes that are not impressive. The most yeah. impressive things about a person are. Uh, excuse me, the most important things about a person are not impressive. The most important things about you are the things that are not impressive. They're not going to be uh, the most important things about you attention are not getters. impressive. The most, the most important things about you not always going to be impressive. Do you show up to work so on good. time? Do you Ready honor your down. authority when it's super fun to talk behind their back and gossip about it? Do you patiently seek God in private? Because... At some point in time, you have to wonder is if your relationship with God is a Hollywood relationship where God's publicist and your publicist got together and said, hey, both of us haven't had our name in the news in a while, so why don't we put our clients together, let them be photographed going to dinner, and then the gossip around town will be that they're dating. Is is that the, That's the an peak allegory of what, of, is of that what, what I'm doing is, with God? Going yeah. like, here, give me some wisdom. Give me some knowledge. Let me have some, some uh, understanding from you. That means you're constantly casting all your pearls before swine, and then you're hurt and upset that people can't steward it correctly. Or a pastor doesn't necessarily see your gift and want to elevate you the way that you wish would happen, and you're like, well, what's wrong? I'm hearing from God. I know it's from the word. And it's like, your motive here is all off. Man. You have to pick the right time and pay attention to what's really happening. And usually if that's God given, it is not well received. And the last thing I can say about it is when God spoke to Mary and she pondered in her heart what God, the angel had said, that had never happened before in human history. It hasn't happened since. Mm. It was an unprecedented event. And then the reason she knew not to say anything is because if I go around using this to qualify my achievement or the level of impressed that people need to be with me, this thing is not going to be stewarded well. She wasn't willing to neglect the real thing that was going on in order to honor. So in other words, she was going to be misunderstood by the very person that she wanted to be married to. Earlier on in scripture, I think her name was Hannah who gives birth to... Um, not Samuel. She is got this terrible fertility struggle, which is such a real thing. 
and she's enduring it and, and suffering from it. And her husband's other wife, which that's a thing back then, she's having all these kids. She's mocking her and taunting her. She goes to the synagogue. She goes to church and is in so much pain that she's just writhing in pain of going, God, please, I just want to have this baby. I'll give the baby back to you. And the priest comes in and immediately misunderstands what's going on. Yeah. He immediately says, you're drunk. Why are you drunk? What are you doing here? She's there doing the exact thing that that priest wanted to Preaches see happen. About. Yeah, you should yeah. pray. You should seek God, whatever. She's doing it exactly right. And her pastor misunderstands her. Yeah. So I'm learning that when God does speak to you about what's going to happen in your lifetime, in your vision, in your dream, do not expect your leaders to immediately celebrate that. They're not necessarily going to have the mind. And they're not spare. bad for that. No, that, because it's not about God did not ask them to know. God did not tell them, yeah. hey, I'm going to give this person this thing. Because if you were going to only operate at the to the extent that other people understand you, then you're not limited to what God wants to do. You're limited to what they're capable of understanding. Man. So you're not leaning on your wisdom and understanding. You're leaning on theirs. And you're yeah, going, I need you to be able to have the capacity for uh, what God's going to do in my life. And I need you to validate it because it's not enough to me that God is doing it. It's, it's not so enough good. to me that God's telling me what he wants to do in my lifetime is going to change the world and whatever. I'm not going to ponder this in my heart. I want credibility and validation. I want to use this as a credit card to get attention from leaders and be on platforms. And most people that I talk to about things like this, they haven't thought through it. They're actually just wanting that to happen subconsciously and they haven't acknowledged it. So it's good to pull the curtain back and go behind the scenes behind a little bit scenes, and yeah. say, look, God is more good than you think he is. Amen. He doesn't need you to take, he wouldn't deliver a message to you or a, a Messiah in, in you, whatever, the version of how you're going to show Jesus to the world and then go, all right, see ya. Right. Like at some point in time, you're going to have to choose to believe that the character of God is good enough to not just give you that cool thing that you want to do as a career. He also knows how to navigate it. Yeah. It, the problem is it's just going to take a lot more patience. A lot it's going to take patience. a lot more time. Like save those pearls. That's great. Absolutely. I have written three books. They are sitting in my laptop at home, not even my work laptop. They're sitting at home. And if they're never published, then I go, good. I'm glad they were never published. Mm. If they ever are, then I'll go, I hope it was God's timing. Right. And, I, I, and it struck me the other day, we were about to go on serv into service and we do a little pre-service prayer right before um, the, the band goes out. I was only there this time because we were doing a little special thing for uh, the patriotic weekend. And I mean, I say it as, as though I heard from God, but it, it's too cl close to tell. It was still, right. you know, we're on Wednesday. This was on Sunday, so I don't know. But it struck me, this thought occurred to me, I should say it like that, that some of the best things I'll ever hear from God I'll I'll never be able to tell anybody. Yeah, some of the best things you'll ever hear from God, you'll never be able to tell anyone. They'll be just they'll be for me and him, and that's enough. Yeah. So, in light of all that, the pearls before swine, the giving dogs what is holy, I've just seen it turn too many people sour because they they try to deliver something and it doesn't go the way that they want and it's like that's not what it was for. Like, 
allowing themselves to evaluate what really needs to be going on. Yeah, that's really powerful. Thank you for sharing that, Arvin. Mm-hmm. I'm even taking notes. This is the podcast where you should be taking notes. Yeah. I think about a, a real life example of that. Listening to even Pastor Ashley Doherty's story, mm-hmm. she did she did not go to a four year university. So mm-hmm. after high school, she did this internship thing where basically you put in forty or fifty hours a week at Victory as an intern. Yeah. And you would do things like groceries and cleaning and facility work. And then you served at the youth service on a Wednesday night. There was an outreach service on Thursday night. And then Saturday bus, uh, we had like a bus kids ministry, mm-hmm. um, Saturday night service, Sunday morning services, wow. Sunday night youth connect groups. And then Monday they had a day off, but Tuesday night was our college young adult. So basically six out of the seven days out of the week, wow. they are doing something. And she did that for two years. And she felt like God was like, you need to learn. Um, wh- one thing that she said, she was like, you, uh, she was like, and I did not hear this until about like a year ago. Mm. Uh, God was like, and she didn't even say this from stage, mm. but she was kind of talking in a group with people nonchalantly about like, I really felt not that I was going to be married. I was going to be a pastor's wife. Mm-hmm. She said, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. All I knew is that God was teaching me systems and how to how to understand myself not on a stage and how to understand other people. Wow. Seeking to understand more than just and she's like cuz you know my whole life kind of like my parents did things for me and yeah. so I never had to do a thing. Mm. And she's like and now I'm doing the thing and then she said and then I was a team leader and at the same time, she was working at like a sub shop. Nice. And in the mornings, she was working at a donut store. Awesome. And she's like, so I gained 20 pounds. <laughs> and she said, whenever girls that I went to high school with would come in, I would go in the back and right. hide because I was covered in flour. I had gotten a little chubby, mm. you know, according to her. Sure. And she was like, I was kind of ashamed. She said, but all of those I, she said that it was like that for two or three years. Mm. And she was like, and then finally I got a job as an administrative, like secretary at the youth. Mm-hmm. And it was my first real thing to where I was like, oh, I don't have to work three jobs, mm. you know? And yeah. then she like started dating Paul again. Yeah, it, It's such a unique thing. And, and she's, we're recording this in the summer. Pastor Ashley is actually preaching on Wednesday night, pregnant with her fifth kid. Yeah. And people are, are kind of like, how does she just kind of handle things? Yeah. And I'm like, well, there's a lot of things that you guys didn't see. Mm-hmm. You know what I right, mean? Right, right, right. Um, that she didn't just step into things. And so that's, I, I, and I know that's not exactly what you're no, saying. No, it's, it's that process. But, exactly. but it's that process of, it, it is part of that whole thing, knowing you know, like, all right, God, you're giving me these pearls. Help me not turn them into poop. Mm-hmm. Help me to make sure, am I, is this swine time? Is this the right timing? Or is this the right person that I'm sharing with? Yeah. Um, you know, uh, like, am I sharing it with swine or am I sharing it with people that would swipe up? Yeah. Like people yeah. that are genuinely interested yeah. and then kind of knowing that. So as we, uh, as we come to a close, I pray that you take time each day to kind of listen to the Holy Spirit yeah. and to be like, okay, God, give me today my daily pearls. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> daily pearls, yeah. the daily bread, and then help me steward them. Yeah. You know, the yeah. right way. Yeah. And uh man, we love learning with you guys. Yes. And we love going behind the scenes of church and our best days comment and let us know if there's any other things that you would love for us to talk about we yeah. love your feedback thank Absolutely. you guys so much for joining us today my name is john my name is arvin thank you for being a part of behind the scenes of our best days